conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that has ever had to re-record an episode. I am Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always, fresh out of getting locked out of her office, it's Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? Warmer now. Good. Because I was outside and I didn't have socks on because I'm wearing Toms because that's all I ever wear. Also joining us today, uh, the main reason why we are re-recording this episode. Shut up. Um, you may know him as the man who has had his picture hanging in my kitchen for the past two and a half years. You probably won't know him as that, but anyway, it's Jackson Heyman. How are you, Jackson? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. I was recording I don't have... with headphones that didn't have a microphone. You sure are lucky that I didn't have plans for Friday except for watching Dexter, or you'd be in for it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So no as, as Jackson said, when we recorded on Monday, it all went fine and dandy. We recorded our normal like hour and a half of C plus to B minus level content. It was more like it's two hours. It's a solid like, A. It was more like okay. two hours. Okay, just correct every statement I make, why don't you? Yes, Dan. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually fair. Um, and then I went to edit last week's episode, Troll 2, which if you haven't heard yet, you should listen to it. You don't have to see the movie to listen to the episode. We basically say every line. Okay. Or you could see the movie and suffer as Dan has suffered. I'm sorry, uh, Dan. You I have annoyed. dreams about it. And I hate them. I can't call them nightmares because they're not scary. They're just depressing. Ooh, I had a dream uh, that I have to tell you guys about later. I'll make sure what? we're still recording so you can add it in. Hint, oh, it's about Pete Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> now I think you have to tell this right now. Oh, Go he ahead. took me out to eat. Don't worry. He came to Milwaukee and I was like, oh my God, Pete, I love you. And he was like, Anna, I cut my hair short again just for you. Was I manifesting? He looks great no matter what. And <laughs> then he goes, don't worry, I'm going to be in town on Thursday and we can go to dinner. And I went, absolutely. And then I woke up and I'm really sad that Pete Wentz isn't taking me to dinner on Thursday. That's the dream. I love Pete Wentz still. That's what you think, but behind this window we have Pete, Pete Wentz. Wentz. Pete, ah! Pete Wentz. Can you imagine? Yeah, if Pete I Wentz wish. popped up for, into for my window, that would be terrifying. Um, for the listeners at home, Dan just did a flourish and there was no Pete Wentz. Dan, not yet. that's honestly so, not yet. He's from <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, no, Pete Wentz, Wentz um, went to my Wentz. sister high school. Well, then I went to Glenbrook North, he went to Glenbrook South. Him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's also 20 years older than me. Yes, and? This is not an improv exercise. That was the end of the yeah, statement. <laughs> He's so fine. Anyway. But as I was saying, we I went to edit the episode, and I just decided to check on Anna and Jackson's audio to make sure that it had recorded and everything sounded fine. I checked Anna's first. 
It sounded fine. It sounded like Anna. As always. And then I went to check Jackson's audio and I was like, well, this seems a little off. Why do I only hear myself and Anna in Jackson's audio? And why is there a lot of empty space where it feels like he should be talking? (laughs) Oh, Jackson. You really sabotaged yourself on that one. I opened up the file to see if there was like a silenced track that I could like bring up. And that's where Jackson's actual dialogue was. Uh, No, he recorded in mono. So it was only me and Anna in a, like a weird robot-y like compressed audio version of us. I think once I put the headphones in, all it was recording is you two. It was. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Well, it happens okay. to all of Control us. Control Alt Delete. Control We're Alt back. Delete. We're starting over, so and I'm of, ready. Yeah, instead of recording over an episode of The Bachelorette like we normally do, we are instead spending our Friday nights like cool, hip, Gen Z kids do, recording a podcast. <laughs> Heck yeah, I already told you. My other plans for tonight include watching Dexter so that I can be ready for when the new season drops. So I had no plans. <laughs> oh, you know what else is on the agenda? What? Unnecessarily re-thirsting over Martin Freeman oh, again. Oh, here we go. Oh, yes. There was a lot of thirsting in the first recording. And don't worry. Feel free to splice that in. What? I, I might because you were... In a desert for a month, and Martin Freeman was your drink. Oh God, you know I was parched. And it's only you know get I took worse. one look. I took took one look and said, "Gobble me, swallow me." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> before we before we go forward, no. In the in the mysterious recording that probably won't get released, we told Jackson because Jackson, as we found out while we we're recording, has not listened to the podcast before. We, shame, shame. And so he doesn't haven't. know. He doesn't know that this is the official WAP podcast. This mm-hmm. podcast is the home of WAP's two biggest fans. WAP Amen. is, of course, the song by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. So we said that Jackson needed to watch the video and tell us his thoughts about it. We were going to save that for our Hot Fuzz episode. However. Mm-hmm. Since we decided that we need to do this one again, Jackson, this is your punishment. Tell us about WAP. Did you gobble and swallow? The production values were nice. Absolutely. It, it Go was, on. It was a very it was a very visceral experience. Yeah. How mm-hmm. did you feel about the scene with snakes? That's Gage's least favorite scene. <laughs> I don't know what to say about the snake scene. Um, I will tell you, Cardi B was afraid of the snakes. That's all I have to add. But don't (laughs) worry, they were non-venomous because red on black, friend of Jack, red on yellow. Red on black, friend of Jack, red on yellow. Bodak yellow? No. Red on black, friend of Jack. Let me look it up. It's a way to know what kind of snakes are poisonous um, if they have stripes. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so um, that specific time, yeah, okay. 
Red next to black is friend of Jack. Red next to yellow will kill the fellow. So you stay away from snakes that are red, yellow stripes. And um, they mostly in music videos use the red and black ones because people think that they're venomous, but they're not. And they're actually friendly. Well, not. They're wild animals, so maybe don't tussle with them anyway, but they won't hurt you. I'll fight a snake. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to our snake podcast. <laughs> pa- Patreon exclusive uh, snake facts. Yes. <laughs> We're officially changing the name of this podcast to In Conclusion. What do you do when you're trapped in the Sahara Desert and you're being surrounded by snakes? A movie podcast. I got you covered. I got some snake facts. I thought you were like re- reciting a Cardi B line, so I said the no. name of one of her it songs. I have, like I've never Cardi heard Bodak Yellow. Oh well, no, that's not it. It's a rhyme to know what snakes are venomous and which aren't. For uh, I think you, it's like coral something snake. Did you learn that growing up in southeastern yeah. Wisconsin with all the snakes? Yes, because I watched the Travel Channel a lot, and I watched the like Animal Channel, Animal, the animal Channel. Animal Planet. <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of the Travel Channel. Yes. I don't know if either of you are familiar with the host of Bizarre Foods and Mr. Andrew Zimmern. Yes. Yeah, he's an okay. asshole. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry That's to a burst your bubble. Oh, okay. He's probably Wait, on the list of you this can't podcast just, and, you, and I'm going to get canceled. Yeah, you can't just throw out this accusation. Back it up with some evidence. Back yeah. it up, Jackson. I don't remember the story. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> but my, I remember telling my my dad telling me a story about an interaction he had had with somebody who had had an interaction with Andrew Zimmern, and he was an asshole. So, so this oh. is. Fourth hand news. <laughs> Your dad knew a guy who knew a guy who talked to Andrew Zimmern. It's something like that. I'll ask him about the story <laughs> later. Well, now that we've gotten the slander Lord. portion of the podcast out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about the film. And the film that we are talking about today is Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Woo! Released on March 29th, 2004 in London, September 24th, 2004 in the U.S. Directed by Edgar Wright, written by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. Starring Simon Pegg, Kate Ashfield, Lucy Davis, Nick Frost, Dylan Moran, Bill Nye, Penelope Wilton, and last but certainly not driest, Martin Freeman. (laughs) The... I'm sorry for the amount of squealing that's already happened in this episode. Okay, go on. (laughs) The movie had a budget of $6.1 million. It made $30 million. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a rating of... It's in the 90s. It's somewhere in the 90s. I can't find where it says right now. 92. So very good I was going to say 92. It is also basically regarded as a Halloween classic, uh, or at least a modern Halloween classic, Mm -hmm. which would have been a good thing to cover. During our October month, a good bridge into the future, but instead we did Troll 2. I regret nothing. I hope you know. I regret nothing. I regret this podcast. (gasps) (laughs) That's so offensive. I'm not even the one who created it, and I'm offended. I know. 
You invited uh, me. That's your worst mistake. It is. I thought, you know, Anna will be a good first guest. She loves Jurassic Park, and it's come to this. <laughs> and she never left. You can't get... You can't get rid of me. I'm here forever. Thank you. So, Jackson, we are covering Shaun of the Dead because of you, because you love it. Yes. Tell us about your first experience with the film. My first experience with the film, I saw... I, I if, if you remember growing up with um, Comcast and the, on de- and the on-demand feature in the late to in the late 2000s or the early 2010s, mm-hmm. when you would go to watch something on demand, there would be a an information reel of certain things that had been on demand. And on one, that information reel, one one fateful day when I was trying to watch Yu-Gi-Oh, I oh God. Saw I saw a clip of Shaun of the Dead, and it was the scene where they are pretending to be zombies. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me until about 2015, when I, 16 years old, decided to watch this movie for the first time. Nice. 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 Um, What Yu-Gi-Oh were you watching? Regular Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh GX? Are there other ones? I don't know. It was Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. It's the one where they're playing the game on motorcycles. Ah. Uh, common You know there rider. was, um, over the summer, Gage found Yu-Gi-Oh! on Hulu and rewatched the whole series. Yes, I am outing him right Wait, now. Wait, it's on gonna Hulu? He's going to be mad. Yes, it's on Hulu. Yes, Yugi boy, it's on Hulu. <laughs> um, Anna, this is the first time that you've watched Shaun of the Dead, correct? Yes! And I think I told you this already, but my first two notes, I already told you this. Of course I did. It was in the last recording. Anyway, um, my first two <laughs> notes were, I heard Martin Freeman is the other is in the other two movies um, connected to this one. Why isn't he in Shaun of the Dead? And then I put, wait, JK, he is. I love Martin Freeman. <laughs> so, you know, I was very stoked um, for his cameo. But I really like the movie in general. Like, I, I thought it was a little bit... Um, triggering at times due to uh, the way the world is right now it is but i did enjoy it very movie much in 2020 it's very absolutely. timely in it's very timely in the worst ways possible yes. absolutely it's a little unnerving and <laughs> and i think that's the way that that's what it is with any zombie movie right now oh god yes like um between the last recording we did of this and this recording i watched a, I believe it's a South Korean zombie film called Alive that released this year or the or last year, I, I forget. But it's Ooh. about this this guy who's in this like apartment complex and he witnesses a zombie apocalypse and he part of it part of it includes he broadcasts his survival on social media and it's weird. Ooh. It's it's so just watching that is so weird right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. That sounds um, on, really good. On a similar note, I, it got canceled and I'm devastated, but um, if you watch the one season of Daybreak on Netflix, it's super funny and also about zombies, but I highly recommend it, even though it got canceled and you will be sad. But um, yeah. <laughs> um. I am not a big fan of zombie movies. I'm not a big fan of horror movies in general. I'm a little scaredy scaredy cat. cat. Yes. Um, The only horror, like, 
in quotes horror movie that I've seen in a movie theater is Ready or Not, which came out last year. Oh, Ready or it Not has, is I don't know what that movie, movie is. It, I don't know the, what that is. It, it has Samara Weaving in it. Um, oh, God, you like her too, I don't do you? I do like Samara Weaving. Gage likes mm-hmm. her too, yes. Um, I forgot about that. It It's about she gets married to a family, and on the wedding night, um, they play a game. Yes. It could be Uno, it could be whatever, and she pulls a game called Ready or Not, and basically it's like the most dangerous game. It's it's of it's just hide and seek but a horror movie and it's Yeah. But it's funny. It is Yeah, it's really funny. Like it's, Okay, I'll give it a watch. It's no surprise that my favorite horror movies are the ones that inject some or a lot of comedy into them. Like I love this. I love Shaun of the Dead. I love Ready or Not. Cabin is the Cabin in the Woods is one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. That like when when horror can be, when horror can poke fun at itself, that's when mm-hmm. I really. Yes. That's when I really like it. Yes. Hi, I like Pet Cemetery. <laughs> that's all. But not the new one. Don't even come for me if it's the new one. I will end you unless you're talking about the. Very feminist star ca- star crawler cover of the Ramones hit Pet Cemetery. That song slaps unendingly. Thank you. Well, we've gone deeper than my knowledge. All I know about Pet Cemetery, <laughs> aside from that it's by Stephen King, is yes. that the Edward Furlong was in Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery 2, yes. I think. He was in Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never seen it. the second one. But, However, um, you know, I manifested a boyfriend named Gage, so. Yeah. <laughs> I am always disappointed by the existence of Pet Cemetery because Cemetery is spelled incorrectly in the title. But the reason I'm disappointed, it's spelled incorrectly. It's so close to Pet Seminary, and I want to see animal priests. Well, you I know want, why it's misspelled, right? I want a horse pastor. Oh That's my all I want. It's misspelled because it's supposed to be made by children. I want a feline rector. Oh, my God. It's supposed to be made by children, Dan. That's why it's misspelled. Okay, you know, I don't care. I've got your Stephen King lore right here, bitch. Okay, anyway. Okay. Uh, um, Speaking of Stephen King lore, Anna, can you explain what a langolier is? What the F? What's a langolier? How do you spell that? The langolier. I'm just going to Google it? Yeah, I'm Googling it. Can you hear me typing? Oh, it's a TV show. Yeah, it was a horror miniseries that was adapted from a Stephen King story. And there are these weird mouth things. A blind girl, a teacher, a machine worker, a musician, a stoner, a mystery writer, a businessman, a mysterious Englishman, and a raving psychopath in a business suit. On a Honestly, he probably wrote that during his coked out phase. Yeah. So oh, does Stephen King Maximum even know Overdrive. what it is? Hey, yeah. hey, Maximum Overdrive did make a, a fantastic movie. <laughs> oh, I was thinking movie. of Spongebob, TBH, when Plankton's like, time <laughs> to throw this thing into Maximum Overdrive. Oh, um, sure. anyway. I think we've gotten sufficiently off topic before we get yeah. into the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Because now Let's we're talking chat. about Stephen King's Cocaine Edition. Let's talk about the movie. Yes. yes. So... <laughs> Shot of the Dead opens up, and it is Sean. He is at the Winchester pub, where he is getting a talking to from his girlfriend, um, and who was who also there with their friends, David and Diane. 
Hearing David's name already threw me into fight or flight. Let me just say that right now. And basically the conversation they're having is they want Sean to be a better boyfriend and a better person in general. Because all he really wants to do... He's a bad boyfriend. Yeah. He's a bad boyfriend. That's like one of my first notes. Their their conversation... All of Liz's points are justified is the thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They've been dating for three years. He's never. They, she's never met his parents. He has no plans for the three-year anniversary. He's kind of doesn't want to do anything except go to the pub and hang out with his friend, who is um, a big loser. Ed. Yeah, Nick Nick Frost plays Ed, who's his big loser friend. Uh, so he's kind of he's like a deadbeat. When we say yeah. mediocre white man, definition of mediocre white man. The bar is already so low, and he's, like, limboing under it. Because, honestly, like, I don't know what kind of girl Liz is, but I'm the kind of girl that's, like, I don't need to do anything fancy for my anniversary. Maybe just, like, get some flowers, and we can have dinner together at my apartment or something. You trying to live together, so you know our apartment, I guess. Yeah. But it seems like he's incapable of even... Like, the whole not meeting your parents thing would drive me up a wall. I dumped mm-hmm. somebody once specifically because... Well, not specifically. It led into it because I didn't meet his friends after two years of dating. Oh, my gosh. Right? Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. And he could have, you know, tried his best to um, not be such a stick in the mud. Yeah. Who am I talking about? Sean or the guy I dated? Let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> So the the night ends and the next day comes. Sean wakes up. He he sees his other roommate, who I will refer to only as other roommate because I don't remember his name. His name uh, is Pete. Peter. It's Pete. sure it is because he's played and, by Peter Serafinowitz. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> I guess. Um, My and God. Peter's like, you need to get Ed to do something because Ed is basically couch surfing and he's been couch surfing for a while there. He doesn't do anything except for play video games. uh, Not left for dead, as I found out. Yeah, spend all his time on the couch. Um, But also, Sean is tasked with getting flowers for his mom um, and his stepdad, Bill Nye, has told him to do that and setting a getting a reservation for a nice dinner for his girlfriend. Let's pause for a minute and talk about when he, when his stepdad comes to tell him that he needs to get flowers for his mom. His stepdad shows up at Sean's place of work, which like you said, is essentially a circuit city. It's a right, circuit fans? city. And yeah. he's the boss of a bunch of children, like a bunch of 17 year olds, which honestly sounds like a nightmare, mm-hmm. just a straight up nightmare. When, when you get so. to that point where you work retail, and you're in charge of a bunch of 17-year-olds, it sucks. It does suck. Yeah, I don't care how much you say you love your job. If all of your employees are children, you're probably going to hate it a little bit. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I don't know. That just sounds... That ain't it, dog. That ain't it for me. Uh, So, yes. Sean, we see Bill Nye is Sean's stepdad. Um... They do not have a good relationship because he's not his dad. Um, but Sean does not follow through with his commitments. He forgets to make the reservation uh, at the restaurant, so it's all booked up. He does buy the flowers for his mom because Bill Nye basically forces him to by showing up yeah. in person. Threatens him with death. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, Ed has not taken any of his calls, which is what they tasked him to do. 
So when he tells, I, I've been saying his girlfriend. His girlfriend's name is Liz. When he when yes. Sean tells Liz that he hasn't made the reservation, he's like, "Why don't we just go to the Winchester, which is the pub?" And she breaks up with him. Which, like, rightfully so. How Very many times has he so. done this in the past? You know. What'd you Sorry, say? What was that, Jackson? Well, I, very much so. Yeah. 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 Like, we don't know how many, not to just roast the main character of this film, but we don't know how many times before this he's made even a small promise of, yeah, I'll pick up lunch for both of us on the way home. And he forgets. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, how those little inconveniences just build and build and build and build till it's something big like this. And it's like, nope, no more, no more, no more. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. You're out of chances. So it was hard for me to find sympathy for Sean at the beginning of this movie. Yeah, Sean is not a sympathetic character. He, he's not no. a likable character. It's it's the level it's the level of Scott Pilgrim in that it's that yes. kind of character. And I think Edgar, Edgar Wright is very good at making those kind of characters where yes, mm-hmm. they're charming, but they're not good people. Yes. Yeah. And I was also kind of laughing going ahead a little bit to after he gets dumped when he's in the Winchester with Ed. I, um, I was texting Jordan when I was watching this movie, who was on for Halloween Town, um, mm-hmm. saying that she and I were like Ed and Sean interchangeably. There are different parts where each one of us is <laughs> each character. And in that moment, she's Ed trying to console me, Sean, when suddenly a random song comes on the jukebox and I like start bawling. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's too relatable. We've been there. <laughs> so basically, Ed and Sean, they have a a bender of a night at the Winchester um, where they get drunk and stumble home. They come across a zombie on their way home. Don't realize it. They just drunkenly Mm -hmm. stumble home. And then Mm -hmm. it's the next day. And wouldn't you know it, a zombie apocalypse has occurred. That's just how it is. Am I right? That's just how it is. You wake up one morning and suddenly you can't see your friends or family anymore. Right. Stop. That was triggering. I hated that. (laughs) They literally said they're calling it the super flu the whole movie, and I'm like, oh, this is oddly familiar. Yeah, yikes. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So they don't notice that the zombie apocalypse has happened, even when Sean goes to the store to get a Cornetto and a Diet Coke. Hey, like Jackson, every day. I, f- I feel like it. I feel, I feel that. I do that. I get some, I get some <laughs> ice cream and some Diet Coke. And you wouldn't notice the zombie apocalypse going Probably on. Probably not. A lot of tunnel vision going on there. We we I, I probably think, would. I, don't, I also don't think in the in the in the last recording we never talked about why this trilogy is usually referred to as the the three flavors Cornetto trilogy. Oh, it's because they have Cornettos in each one. Yes, and each one has like a different flavor or like mm-hmm. color of packaging that represents like the main genre of the movie that they're trying to that they're bending with these yeah and what is the color for this one um red Mm. like your hair like blood oh also true (laughs) also true my mom made me hide from the eighth graders at her school today so sorry i'm eating a piece of puppy chow hang on i'm leaving this in no i'm not cutting this out uh we heard one chew we may hear more on your recording Okay. Anyway, I was helping my mom set up the laptops at her school today. And um, she's like, you have to go in the multi-purpose room because they don't want the eighth graders to see you because one girl keeps getting mad that I won't let her dye her hair. 
because we go to Catholic <laughs> school and she's going to see your hair and get mad. I was like, I'm 25. I can make my own decisions. You can't stop me if I want to dye my hair. And she's like, I know, but that's not a fight I want to have with somebody else's child. And I was like, okay. Good point. So I had to hide. Uh, so Shawnee gets back from the convenience store, having not noticed the zombie apocalypse. He thought that a zombie was panhandling to him. Um, but <laughs> Sean and Ed do notice when a zombie stumbles into their backyard. Um, Does she stumble? She kind of just shows up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all stumbling. Yeah, true. That's kind of just how zombies walk. And Sean is like, hey, back up. Hey, hey, back up. Back out of here. Get out of here. Sean's from... Is he suddenly from Jersey? He's from Jersey, yes. <laughs> Skedaddle. Wait, it's people me, from New Jersey Sean, don't say... It's me, Sean, under dead. Sean, Ah, Yugi boy. Can you say Yugi boy? Somebody? Like your Joey? Hey, Yug. Yes, thank you. That's satisfying. <laughs> Usually Gage does it, but I think he's sleeping, probably. He's boring. Anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. going to summon Baby Dragon and then use the Time Wizard to bring out Thousand Year Dragon. Oh, God. I hate this. I don't know what this uh, is, but anyway. Did you not watch it when you were little, watch Dan? Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh? I did. Yeah. I don't know what your guys are talking about. Oh, I don't Baby know what dragon season and it was. Thousand Year Dragon. That was his I only know. That was Joey Wheeler's signature move. Bopita boopy. Uh, so, <laughs> Sean kills a zombie because he pushes her onto what is uh, like a basketball hoop stump. Yes, a... thank you. Last time you didn't believe me that that's what it was, but it definitely was the bottom of a basketball it hoop. It's like a flagpole holder. But on the ground. I thought it was like a piece of drainage pipe or something. It's, you know, one of us is right. Hey, it's hey, probably Ed Anna, but let's refuse it's to It's me. It's always that. me. Hey, Edgar. Hey, it's me. It's me, Edgar Wright. I'm Edgar Wright. What's your question? <laughs> I have a question for you, Edgar. Uh, what, what, what is it? What was the was the pipe in Shaun of the Dead that the zombie gets impaled on? A flagpole holder, a basketball hoop holder, or a drainage pipe? Well, you know, it was either a a, a drainage pipe or a flagpole holder. Whoever whoever even insinuated that it could be a a, a basketball hoop stand? What an idiot! Am I right? <laughs> You got me messed up. There's a basketball hoop holder. Um, not only do I have you messed up, I have myself messed up. Because what the hell was that accent that I was doing? Hello, I don't even bloke. know. My new um, boss is from London, and she's probably going to be shook when she hears this. Oi, governor. Hi, Christina. Mm -hmm. Hi, Chris. Oi, Christina. It's no, me. no. It's me, <laughs> Theresa May. I don't know. Um, oh, God. So there is a zombie apocalypse, and Sean and Ed, what they do to kill zombies is first throw their record collection at them in an attempt to decapitate them. I I hated that scene because I did not like the records getting stuck in faces, but I also thought it was funny. That's mm -hmm. all I have to say. Sure. Including, including a New Order's Blue Monday. New Order's Blue Monday, one of the best songs in existence. Sure. Y'all are lame. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make that claim. I'll make that claim. Um, used perfectly in the trailer for the movie we will never see, Wonder Woman 1984. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, R.I.P. I was excited about that movie. It's never coming out. Hey, the New Mutants came out, so anything's possible. I will eat my shoe yeah, true. the day Wonder Woman 1984 comes out. Jackson, don't say that on something that's recorded, because I'll hold you to it. If this yeah, was just in a regular a conversation, I couldn't hold you to All it, right, but now sorry, sorry I have that. evidence. So, so, sorry At least try something... I, I guess more delectable. <laughs> Bye, Jackson. He's getting up and leaving. You can't see it, but he got up and left. Yeah, I really hope that his door doesn't lock automatically. Oh, that would be Loki funny, though. That would be well, Loki really funny. I know. So I guess we're just going to move forward Keep now that Jackson's. Okay. Oh, he's, oh, he's back. back. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens next? The Sean and Ed, they decide that they need to go pick up Liz and. David. No, they get a call that um there was an attack on... First, they find out that Pete has been bitten. Yes. yes. And then they find out that his stepdad has been bitten, so they have to go save his mom. Yes, yeah. but on the way there, they go to pick up Liz and David and David's girlfriend, who is much better than David. David. Don't even get me... David, David. can... David. You, you will get me to David, okay? One day we'll get me to David, and I will tell you how I feel. Game. So they pick them up and then they go. I'm. It, do they go to the parents first or do they go to, they go to the parents? Liz's the parents. First? Okay, I have that messed up. So they go to pick up uh, Sean's mom and stepdad and they end up taking the Jag that the oh, stepdad the owns. It's a very oh, nice car. The Jag. Yeah. The Jag. The Jaguar. The Jaguar. The Jaguar. <laughs> That, that's not okay. what it is, Anna. The Jaguar. The Jaguar. J-A-G-W-I-R-E. Jaguar. <laughs> so, Nobody corrected me till I was 25. It's not my fault. It's too late. They they end up taking the Jaguar, um, and the stepdad, Bill Nye, has been bitten by a zombie. Mm-hmm. Can so, I just say... The Jaguar is a beautiful shade of green. I it is. I just it's really sexy. Like and 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 when Bill or when Bill why did I um when Bill Bill Nye um when Bill Nye gets bitten, uh, Sean does a really cool slide over the hood move that I was Mm -hmm. like really shook about, and I didn't mention it last time. So good thing we are re-recording because I want to mention it right now. It was gorgeous. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so after they pick up the mom and stepdad, they fight off zombies and get their way to Liz and David and David's girlfriend's apartment. Because again, mm-hmm. I do not remember her name. It's Diane. Diane. <laughs> and they're like, well, here, we're she got here to. Played, okay. Yeah, we're here to rescue you. And they're like, why can't we just stay here? And Sean's like, I'm here to rescue you. You need to be rescued. And again, they're like, why don't we just stay here? We're safe here. And they're like, you're not safe here now because I brought the zombies to you. So anyway, we need to go to the Winchester. That's his plan. Um, so they decide to somehow, after some convincing, they decide to go to the Winchester. Um, they, As they are about to go to the Winchester, though, Bill Nye, he starts to turn. He starts to die, and he starts to turn into a zombie. Yes. To every season. Turn, turn, turn. Sorry, I moved my microphone away from my mouth to eat some more. Well, you're like you're almost like Tay Zande in Chocolate Rain. 
Chocolate rain. Is that what for, you're talking about? Yeah, in the video, for some reason I remember this, in the caption underneath while he's singing, whenever he leans away from the mic, it says, I lean away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't know about but this? But that's... I, I didn't... I mean, I've seen the video, but I forgot about that. Tay Zande followed me on Twitter for a brief moment. He did? Wow. It was Look like you. eight years ago. And I was like, why is Tay Zande following me on Twitter? For how long? And I think it was like a follow. He would follow people to get them to follow him and then unfollow him. Unfollow them. Cause Wait, I should try that. Me. Are you going to follow? I should start doing that. That's what I try to do I don't have very many account. cool. F- yeah, I don't. Oh, well. How's that going for us? <laughs> well, we're almost at 100 followers. Really? Shut up. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, my God. Okay, I don't have. Fine, like, I'll do it. Follow us. Can you follow me too? Like I tweet some cool stuff. I thought I already follow you. Maybe. I don't know who my followers are. Yeah. Uh. So Bill Nye's basically like, I know I wasn't your dad. I came into your life when you were ten, but I've always just tried to be a good man for you and be a good example for you and be the best person I could be for your mom. Very touching. Very sad scene. Everybody starts crying. Honestly, all the deaths in this movie are sad. Well, mm-hmm. all but one. Almost. All but one. <laughs> I so, was out here seriously crying at that point. Like, just... I cried at, I cried at Phil's death. I cried at um, his Sean's mom's death. Spoiler. You know whose death I don't cry at? <laughs> whose death? David. Thank you. <laughs> that, that was horrifying. Anna got Good. as close to the camera on her laptop as possible to... Let us see all her pores, because they all said David at the same time. They all spelled out David. All my pores yeah. spelled out David. We were screaming it. Eh, we'll get to that, and then I'll have things to say. So, Philip becomes a zombie, and he gets killed. Um, so R-E-P, they, R-E-P, R-E-P, the gang the is crying. They have to abandon the car, which they do, and then they go and say they're going to take a shortcut through the backyards. Uh, these backyards are all fenced in. Sean goes, what, haven't you ever taken a shortcut? And then proceeds to try to jump over the fence, and it falls down. The first of three. The, the first fence gag. Very funny. It's a recurring bit throughout the trilogy. They get better and better. It doesn't sound as funny when we describe it over a podcast, but when you're We're watching it, you'll be joke. laughing. And I, and I think that's what's hard about talking about this movie especially talking about it the second time it's Mm -hmm. hard to critique a comedy like this yes yeah it is hard to it's always hard to critique a comedy just because you know i mean like there's some things that it's the whole principle of explaining the joke joke's not funny if you explain it you know yeah but we're gonna try anyway don't worry we here at in conclusion will do our best (laughs) at in conclusion llc yeah, literally. Living, learning community. <laughs> um, as they are sneaking through the backyards of the neighborhood, they run into a mirror image gang, I will say. Oh, here we go. Um, Do they, Dan? Of people running from the zombies. And who is included in that gang? Well, we have a bunch of people. Matt Lucas. Including Matt Lucas. Yeah. Rafe Spall. Other people. And no one else have mentioned. Dion. I'm sorry, what's that? 
What's that, Anna? Who else is there? Martin Freeman. My favorite sassy middle-aged man. He's really short, and I think he's hot. I started re-watching Sherlock because the thirst is so strong. Thank you. <laughs> could could I mention could I mention a piece of trivia that I did not that we did not mention in the last recording? Um it's a couple I, I don't remember all of the reunions like with this cameo, but mm-hmm. I believe Mar- Martin Freeman, who played um Tim in the British version of The Office, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the actress's name who played Liz. Mm-hmm. I believe she was also in the British office. And I think they were like the Jim and Pam of that series. Um, Looking her up, I don't think that Liz was, but Diane. Oh, it, yes, from, it was yeah. Diane. It was Diane. It was Diane. They were the... I want to be the Pam to Martin Freeman's Jim. <laughs> well, he was the Jim. I know, was but Pam. I wasn't the Pam. No. You'd be um, the Pam. Never forget. Yeah, literally. Never forget that Jordan met Martin Freeman once, and I reflect on that. I tell people all the time. I think about it. She kind of forgot about it, and I had to remind her about it the other day. I was like, I literally called her. I was like, Jordan, you've been on my mind today. And she goes, why? And I went, because you met Martin Freeman once in 2015. What's the <laughs> Not because you're my friend. In England, when? she went to see Why? him in Richard III. She oh. went to see him at Richard III, and she stood at the stage door. And this is the part where in our last recording, I believe I said something inappropriate that my mom would be disappointed in me for saying, to which I said, Jordan got covered in his stage blood. That's not the only thing of Martin Freeman's that I would like to be covered in. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to go pray. Um, you guys can finish up this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but not that sorry. Gobble Jackson, and swallow me. Thank you. Jackson has once again left. Anna would love to gobble and swallow around Martin Freeman. So, moving I would like forward. to gobble and swallow a lot of food right now. Where were we? The Hungry. gang... The gang gets near the Winchester. They see it, mm-hmm. but the Winchester mm-hmm. is surrounded by zombies. And upon seeing that, there's only one thing that they can do to get their way in. Act like zombies... And just blend in with the crowd. This, so this is the scene. I'm blending. Th- this is the scene that has stuck with me the most throughout half of my life. And I it's think a good it's be- scene. I think it's just because that it's the first part of the movie that I've ever that I ever saw. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is funny. Maybe I'll. It's watch, good. Maybe I'll watch this movie one day. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely funny. I love that um, I didn't buy any of them as zombies. And if I Not was a zombie, all. I would be like, yo, those are those are humans. Let's eat their brain. Let's gobble and swallow <laughs> them. Um, so they get to the Winchester. Um, but the door is locked. Yes. As it probably would be. Um, and the worst possible move is made. By our least favorite character in the movie. By Trash David. What does he do, Jackson? He throws a trash can through the window of the Winchester, giving the zombies an in and alerting them all to their presence. Jackson, please correct yourself. He throws his own home through the window of the Winchester. (laughs) He's not Oscar. Uh well, that's Oscar's, Oscar's an improvement. Better. Yeah, Oscar's preferred. Yeah, 
There's this really funny um, comic that I love that I don't know who it's by, but it's on Instagram all the time. And it's all the Sesame Street characters around Oscar's house. And they're like, we got you a home. And the next panel is just a oh, plain kitchen. This. And the trash can just has two eyes peering out of yeah. it. <laughs> so cute. It's really cute. It's really fun. Um, so then the gang is inside the Winchester where Sean takes the Winchester off of the mantle atop the bar, which yeah. is a rifle. Yes. Um, the gang then gets into uh, somewhat of an argument because Sean's mom, we saw her kind of interacting with somebody who had been zombified earlier. Well, guess what? She was bit by a zombie. She got bit. My girl. She got bit. My girl. If you keep that a secret, you're automatically the villain. I'm sorry. Like, if you get bitten by a zombie and you don't tell anybody, you're the villain now. Thanks for playing. Wait, wait. We skipped over the best scene in the movie. Oh, God. What is it, Jackson? The don't stop me now scene. Oh, you're right. We did, No, yes. that happens. Oh, you're right, you're right. Go ahead. Yeah, so when they get into the Winchester, the owner of the bar is in there. But yes. he has been zombadiddled. Um, Ew! Yes. <laughs> Part of him has Hated been gobbled that. and swallowed. Better? <gasps> Thank you, much better. So, the... When the gang gets the power turned on, the jukebox comes on. And what starts playing? But Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. I love that the music in this film is all diegetic. Dan, what does diegetic mean? Diegetic means in scene, or the characters would also hear it. Non-diegetic is like what a film score is, or the music that only the audience would hear. God, I love a good diegetic film film that's not what i meant to say i love a good diegetic <laughs> music moment musical moment i don't know i love when the music is diegetic there we go Ooh, that was exhausting yes so they beat up it. the shop owner to the tune of don't stop me now by queen yes. and, and it, jackson it's, a mood. it's it's an amazing experience watching that especially watching it for the first time just the music kicking in the the 360 shot around them beating the guy with pool mm-hmm. cues. It, Hell to, yeah. To the beat, it's such a, just a lovely moment in the film. It's truly scrumptious. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, uh, I was going to say that Jackson transcends himself and mm-hmm. assumes a higher plane as that happens. Yes, yes. correct. Uh, so they beat up the owner and then Sean's mom was bitten. Um, she's the villain now yes she's the villain so now the movie becomes do we kill her or not big argument sean's like she's my mom i'm not gonna shoot my mom um it kind of takes a a hard left turn into a drama I, at it this gets point. really dark i just want to say again now can i just say what the next part is dan yes go ahead David tries to shoot Sean's mom, revealing that he's the biggest tool in the face of the earth. He's the biggest tool in the tool belt. He is a ball peen hammer, if you know what I'm saying. And I really think that that's, there's a whole lot else that goes on as well. And we can talk about that next, but I just want to hit on the fact that I think it's so rude that he automatically goes to kill Sean's mother. We discussed this last time. I think, Sean should be the one who does that because it feels like it would be more respectful to have his son do it. Now, granted, I don't know that I'd be able to do it in that situation, but I would say I want you to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it feels so disrespectful that David's like, I'm just going to kill your mom. Like, what? You're a jerk. He's it's, a jerk. It's, he is a jerk. 
Uh, this is the hardest like, scene in the movie to watch, and I come close to crying every time I watch it. You know who's not going to get gobbled and swallowed? David. <laughs> and what is David's other flaw that makes me have anxiety and he's all the same? He's all the reason why I hated dating in the first place. Anyone? What? Anyone? His hair? He's in love know. with Liz. Yes. Yeah. David oh. is in love with Liz despite dating Liz's roommate. He only dated Diana to be close to Liz, and that's so disgusting. And Liz, or not Liz, Diana's like, yeah, I knew about that, but I dated you anyway because I love you. Girl, hold yourself to a higher standard. You deserve better than that. You deserve mm-hmm. to be number one. He's a piece of garbage anyway. Like, why would you? Oh, Dan, I got to cool down. I got to oh, cool yeah. down. Carry oh, on. Take a breather. Oh, another thing David does that's shitty. Mm-hmm. During mm-hmm. my during the best sequence of the movie, the Don't Stop Me Now sequence, he's sent to fiddle with the fuses to turn the turn turn the jukebox off, and yet he flips the lights up and down on and off multiple times, basically creating a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. He's a big old dumb. Like there's just no other way to put it. He's stupid. He's stupid as the day is long. I can't stand yes, him. He He's my least favorite character. We hate David. All my homies hate David. All my homies hate David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, my so, God, wait. <laughs> well, paint just my hair. No, no, it's... Well, paint my hair blue because I love you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> well, paint my hair blue and call me Marge because I love you, homie. That's the joke. I love that joke so much. Okay, anyway. Uh, so, eventually, Barbara and Sean have a tearful goodbye before she turns into a zombie, and Sean Very sad. kills his mother. Whoopsies. Um, it had to be done, and I'm glad it was him. Yeah, so zombies then break into the Winchester, and thankfully, they eat, they gobble and swallow David first. <laughs> Honestly, and then Diane tries to go out there because she's sad about it, girl. She tries no. to save him. No. Uh, his Diane, entra- no. The second, I kid you not, the second his entrails got pulled out, I went, good. I wouldn't say that about a real person, like, in real life, but because this is a movie, I said good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, thank God, bye. Uh, so, yes, Diane dies also because she foolishly tries to save him. Um, Girl, that's probably what she was trying to do this whole time, trying to change him, trying to yeah. save him. Oh. And then their roommate Pete shows up, zombie formed, and he bites Ed, so... Ed then not my Ed, or, not sorry, my Ed. Ed. Nothing but respect for my Ed. Ed. Um, so then Sean shoots Pete. We, we also we didn't talk much about the friendship between Sean and Ed in this recording. We haven't. Oh, we can right. get to that. Well, let's At get to that end, after we'll we finish talk the plot. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Sean, Liz, and Ed they hide behind the bar and then they light it on fire before they hide in the basement, basically. Um, and then they realize they only have two bullets left. And Sean's like, well, what do we do? Um, Sean and Liz are like, why don't we commit suicide? Ned's like, I'm going to be eaten by a zombie. <laughs> However, so they have a long discussion about suicide. A very sad, very like it's, very poignant scene yeah. where they are discussing whether yeah. or not to kill themselves. Um, Sean, Sean finds that the keg uh, lift opens out onto the street. And then Ed volunteers to stay with the rifle as the zombies break in uh, and 
are about to devour them until, for the first time in human history, we can say, thank God for the British Army. Amen. They show because up. they show up. Having been led there by the leader of the um, uh, like Bizarro World Sean. gang. As, yeah, mm-hmm. the Bizarro Sean. Uh, and we can only believe that Martin Freeman was turned into a zombie. That'd be the sexiest zombie. He would be. All right. I'd let him gobble right. and swallow my brain. Bye. <laughs> Jackson is left for the third time. Yes. So it is then six months later. Uh, Sean and Liz, three. they live. What? Rule of threes. Ah, love it. <laughs> Sean and Liz are now living together in a very nice yuppie home. It um, is nice. It looks cozy. It does, yeah. Um, at first, I thought it was just a spruce. I thought it was a spruced up version of Sean and Ed's old apartment, but it was definitely not. No, it's I just couldn't. It's tell definitely at first. a different one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they discuss their day, and then Sean's like, "I'm gonna go spend some time out uh, in the shed," and Liz is like, uh, "Okay." And as Sean goes out there, we find the zombified Ed chained up, and they play video games together. The end. Oh. It's such a it's such a happy ending for a zombie movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm really glad that he and Ed can still play together. Like that brings me joy. Yeah. So Jackson, tell us about the friendship between Sean and Ed. It's Yes. Elaborate. It's, it's so relatable. It's so just real and genuine, and that definitely comes from the fact that Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are real life best friends. Who did you guys know that they're making a new movie? Yes, Gage yes, just told me. Did you guys see the Truth Seekers trailer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I a... haven't seen it, but I heard about it. Gage watched it. It the, the fact that they've done more movies than this trilogy where they play best friends, or at least they, they are an on screen buddy buddy duo. It's mm-hmm. like it's a testament to their friendship, I would say. Yeah. Like, and we, I think we've all had uh, at least one friendship where somebody's the Sean, somebody's the Ed. Maybe sometimes you're both in, you're both in two different friendships. Me and Jordan, but we're interchangeably Sean and Ed at Jordan. I love you. I'm sorry, I Jackson. I'm, I'm the David in every friendship. <laughs> Well, fuck you, Dan. Did you hear me slam my hand down on the table? You are not the David. Oh, God. No, I'm the Goliath. If there was a David in the friend group, I'd find them, and I'd be like, get out. Get the fuck out. Get out. Um, so, overall, as Jackson said, it has a very happy ending for a zombie movie, because normally the zombie movie ends with, you know, the last gasp of the main character before they dive into a horde of zombies to save whatever group they're with. And um, in the best zombie movie, it cuts to a couple of years later where they where they praise the main character as a hero. Are you talking about I Am Legend? Maybe. Oh, God. Uh, I'll fight Will Smith. He'd win very he handily. Win. But I'll fight him anyway. Um, so, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I'd only seen it a couple of times before. Um, but This is my first time. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, it's very fun. It's a good Halloween movie now that it's November when you'll be hearing this. Um, But if society has collapsed, then, you know, 
maybe watch this yeah. for an alternate version of how society could collapse. Yeah, um, it brings things into perspective. Although yeah. it also, like I said, is very triggering at points. Yeah. Um, I personally think that some of the like serious parts of the movie at the end, the last third, maybe gets a little too soap opera-ish. Uh, a little too... Um, boy, I'm really emoting right now. I'm really feeling. Um, you should all recognize <laughs> how much in, I'm feeling. This just in, Dan is afraid of his own emotions. Dan's afraid what? Of yes. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, Anna, since it was your first time, what did you think? I liked it a lot. I thought it was really sweet. Um, I liked the love letter to friendships that this movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just... It was fun. It was fun. It was cute. Um, good for some laughs. Good for a few jumpy, scared moments. Um, not enough Martin Freeman. But other than that, I enjoyed it. And Jackson. I, okay, so I try to make it a tradition to watch this movie and this entri- entire trilogy at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Love and that. For, and for a while, all three of these movies were on Netflix, which was which made it so easy to do that. Now none mm-hmm. of them are on Netflix, and I'm mad, but that's another thing. <laughs> but um, but I really like this movie. I really like the friendship, and I I just like my biggest thing is like it is very much even if the three movies are not connected. This still feels like part one of a trilogy for me. Yes. See, I'm just, I, I mean, I guess I'll have my questions answered in the coming weeks, but I've always been a little bit confused about how this is considered a trilogy just because. It's more of a spiritual trilogy. Yeah. It's just because they're all the same Nick Frost and mm-hmm. um, it's, oh my God, Simon, Simon Pegg. Peg? Thank you. I had such a brain <laughs> fart for a second. Oh my God. That was rough. It's it's the same. Ooh. It's I think it's the same creative team over the entire trilogy, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the only reason why. Yeah. Um, okay. Some trivia that I didn't mention. Um, in Russia, the movie is called A Zombie Named Sean. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I had in... forgotten about it. I had forgotten about when you said that on Monday, and it's still so funny. In Spain, the title is Zombies Party, and the subtitle is, the subtitle in English was A Romantic Comedy, dot, 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 with zombies. Well, that's how it was marketed, really. In in Spain, the subtitle was changed to A Night, dot, 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 of death. (laughs) The subtitulo (laughs) in España. And then in... Other Latin American countries, it was changed to Dead by Laughter. Nope, me. Dead by Laughter? (laughs) I like that. I like Dead by Laughter, personally. And uh, in what could have been the original script called for Sean to beat Mary and the hulking zombie with a girl's bicycle. Mm. Okay. And if they were unable to get the rights to Don't Stop Me Now... You guys know what the song they would have used is, because I told you on Monday. I forgot, but it so I'm very been, excited. 
Boney M's Rasputin. That's right. Ra, ra, Rasputin, lover of... Th- I already told you, I would be doing the full Just Dance routine to kick those zombies out. Oh, my abs would have been working. You know what You know what would have been another good song in the same style as um of as Rasputin? Um, what? Are you guys familiar with the song Moscow? I am not. I don't think I am. Weird. Okay, never mind. I that was a that was a reference only for me and me alone. That's okay. That's okay. We all need those. Yeah, but well, do you I'm know so, what, well, what else would have been a really good me, song? Since you guys made me watch the WAP video, you guys have to watch the video from Moscow. Okay. Fine. Fair trade. I'll allow uh, it. But do you know what else would have been a really good song for the scene? Hmm. WAP. I knew it. I knew you were gonna say yep. WAP, and I was like, please be WAP. <laughs> oh God. I listen. I made Gage listen to WAP the other day unironically, and he got so mad. I, you <laughs> I know, said, at first, certified freak. At first, when I heard WAP, I was like, you know, this song's fine. But now I like, I love it. Thank you, I Dan. I have, Thank I you, have Dan. memed myself into loving WAP. I'll, I'll just oh, have to, I'll just have to watch it a few more times, and maybe I'll love it. You're you going to start off like, what is this, Jackson? And the next thing you know, you're going to walk home and go, there's some whores in this house. Right? Woo! Yeah. Jackson, you just need to download TikTok. Yeah, you I do. I don't want to. Jackson, Too bad. download TikTok. I'm telling you right now, you start off by saying, I don't want to. Next thing you know, it's all you talk about. Yeah, it's four so hours connect. of your day. You Shit. send Dan videos at three o'clock in the morning. I'm asleep. You sent, yeah. I know, me too. <laughs> it's my subconscious. Um, so, who, what, if you had to pick one actor who was really doing the most throughout the whole movie, doing the best, best performance, or just most performance, Jackson, who do you pick? Nick Frost. Nick. Yes. We forgot, I forgot to mention it in this recording, but one of the few fart jokes I have audibly laughed at is the, um, Sean, come here. Oh. I, I, oh God, I forgot to tell you guys, cause that's, I know I mentioned it last time. I completely forgot about this, but that's like something Gage and I would do when we were talking about how that's very us. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that scene was so dumb, but yeah, pretty much. Oh, Anna, what about you? Uh, fart jokes. Me? Nick yeah, Frost. Yeah, who do you pick? Nick Frost? Nick Frost. Obvi. Yeah. Um, my pick would have been David. Um, but Shut I don't up. want to get Dan, canceled. You are by the on co-host. my last nerve I know, today. I know. I know. You are I'm having so devil. much fun. I am. I'm evil. But it's Nick Frost. Nick Frost is is incredible in the movie. Um, it's an incredible comedic performance. Yeah, it is. And then, last but not least, Jackson. Who's your favorite actor or actress? So I, I gave a different answer last time. But I think I have to go with Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, that's a good choice. A good choice. Yeah. In Gage that has case, a huge man crush on him. Would this movie be better, worse, or the same with Ewan McGregor as Sean? I think it would be better. I would watch a crap out of that. I I <laughs> I honestly I honestly think it would the dramatic moments wouldn't be as soap opery as you talked about. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh. Wow, now, now I'm really thinking about this. Now, now I want to pitch something to you, Daniel. Okay. 
Go ahead. Sean and Ed, as played by Ewan McGregor and uh, Liam Neeson. Yes. Yes, I'm in. I'm all in. Ed would be much less funny. They have to wear their hair like they did in Star Wars, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got his little rat tail. I need a rat tail or I don't want it, you know? <laughs> Speaking Anna? of the Star Wars prequels, uh, Obi-Wan ages like fine wine in those movies. Absolutely. That's because you and McGregor ages like fine wine yeah, he in ditches, life. He ditches the rat tail. He gets that beard. It's... Mm-hmm. Oh. Qui-Gon, you mean Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Anna, would this movie be better, worse, or the same with JTT as... David. Your choice David. as Martin Freeman. I don't know. No, not as Martin Freeman. I th- I, it's David. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't know why I keep saying that. I absolutely did. I mentioned it last time we recorded. I can't picture him in this movie. There's yeah, no place for JTT in this film. He could be a zombie, maybe. Maybe, yeah. You know, just a, yeah. Just a, just a JTT zombie cameo? Yes. Yes. And I would I'd, say instead you could choose my favorite British actor, but it's Martin Freeman and he is in this He's movie, already in the movie. So he could play no a bigger choice. part. He will play bigger parts in these movies. He will. Matt Smith could be in these movies. I like Matt He's Smith British. a lot. He is British. He is British. And I like British. him a lot. <laughs> um, and then would this movie be better, worse, or the same with Jimmy Stewart? In the mm. role of Philip as Liz. Philip. No, I picked yeah. Liz. I've changed it to Liz. Oh, mm. that's kind of tasty. Sean, 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 I don't want to go to the pub with you. I don't want to go to the Winchester. I want to. I you forgot do our three-year anniversary. Sean, did you make the reservation? Okay, bye. David, I'm not in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Gobble me, swallow me. Ew. <laughs> Hate it. Gravy it, down the side of me. It would be a hundred percent better. Um, it would be. So on a scale of one to five times that you want to smack David across the face, what Ooh. would you rate this movie? Jackson, you're our guest. 3.5 to 4. Okay. In, in that range. Okay. If I recall correctly, didn't you say this is your least favorite of the trilogy? Yes, but that's, beca- yeah. but that's because only because the next two are so much are way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to dislike the movie for it to be your least favorite. Absolutely trilogy, not. You know what Absolutely I mean? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, what about you? Mm, I would say three and a half slaps. I liked it a lot, but I'm ready. There's room to grow. Mm-hmm. There's room to grow. And we are in unanimous opinion because I also give it a three and a half All out right. of five. And with that, we have recorded the episode of Shot of the Dead Again! This better work. I, my audio recorded. Good Jackson, work, team. I, I swear to God, if your computer didn't record your audio this time, <laughs> I'm going to get David over here and have him smack you. Ooh. Yikes. Oh, he is Fly pulling on the, the collar. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> I will break the travel restrictions to get David over <laughs> God. here. Put him in a bubble. Um... Thank you for being here, Jackson. Thank you. Uh, we will have you on again next week to talk about hot fuzz. I mm-hmm. can, can I can I say can I say right now, hot fuzz. I think it's one of the best comedies of all time. But yeah, it's, it's gonna be very weird to watch in the year twenty twenty. Oh no! Okay, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> um, 
We'll talk about that next week. We'll get into it. Yes. Uh, if you want to support In Conclusion, you can follow us on social media at and in conclusion on Facebook and Twitter at in conclusion podcast on Instagram on patreon.com slash in conclusion Jackson tell them about the bonus okay Ooh. there's a patreon exclusive where it's, it's not Jackson it's not going, gonna happen for a while but not for a while but Jackson is going to lead a D&D campaign of Anna so and excited. I I have I'm never so played excited. Dungeons and Dragons before Jackson is an experienced dungeon master yes. and anna is an experienced player so it will be definitely something and you can hear it if you subscribe to our page sorry i sneezed um i'm excited about it i can't wait to smash some stuff me because i'm gonna too, be a barbarian i, guess? I don't well, know you don't have to don't be a barbarian if i'm gonna be one if you want to be one i guess you can we'll get to that later we'll, we'll talk okay about this jackson later. Where can they find you if you want people to find you? Um, you can find me on um, Instagram at um, Jackson P. Heyman, uh, H-O-E-M-A-N-N. And um, y- if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you're going to have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Anna, where can they Hi. find you? Dan, you didn't do yourself. Ha-ha! Second to last and least, you can find me on Twitter at DanOkeefe86 or on Instagram at D-L-R-A-A-R or my blog, dan-okeefe.com. Last but not least, Anna, where can they find you? You have one more thing you forgot, Daniel, and it was to thank our Patreon supporters. Ha-ha! Thanks to our (laughs) Patreon supporters. Uh, Thanks, Tom Hillmeyer, Gage Patterson, and... Clay Teets yes. for supporting us on Patreon. If you would like me to mispronounce your last name, you can do so at patreon.com slash inconclusion. Now, last but not least, Anna, where can they find you? I'm debating if I want to say one other thing before I say my thing. Do I just it. know that Clay is really going to gobble and swallow the D&D campaign. He really likes D&D too, so he's going to yeah. be really excited about that. Anyway, Garage. you can find me... <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Anonymous Prime 818 or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out. O and Auto. Capital O and Auto, capital B and Bots, capital R and Roll, and the O in Roll and the O in Out are zeros. And if you would like to park that Big Mac truck right in our little garage, come Ew. back next week. I Same that. in conclusion time. Same in conclusion channel where we will talk about hot fuzz. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe. Have fun. Bye-bye. Time to go make myself some macaroni in a pot for dinner. (laughs) Bye. Oh. Is that some freaking everything but the bagel seasoning? You bitch, what are you doing? Dan's... Uh, not Dan, Jackson. I I can't even. That was just upsetting to watch. Okay. <laughs>